listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, it's Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Coming up today, we might have an alternative to Golden Point. And I'll run you, th- run you through the Dragons and what we think of our side this weekend. And I will be talking but not talking about my tackle from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of um, early crows on the Dally M prediction. We have some audio that everyone's going to enjoy. G'day, everybody. It's time for Footy Talk with Wado and Woodsy and Maroon. Nice to be back. Wado, welcome to you. It's great to be back. First weekend of footy under our belt. Well, not Woodsy, but the mm, rest of the mm. NRL. Um, what a weekend it was. Such, so many good games. Oh, and we'll get to you too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Woodsy, it all starts for you this week. Yeah, round one for me. Uh, really looking forward to it, Maroon. Absolutely shattered to miss out last week, but how good was the footy and... Yeah, I think our mate, we've got to have a little chat with him later on. Could be on a little bit of a holiday now. Was it just me or was that one of the best round ones? Oh. Like, as in quality of games mm. and the evenness, evenness of games Yeah, to start an NRL. So I thought it was a cracker. What, start on Round one. How good yeah. was round one? Yeah. I mean, you had Para-Melbourne. That was a great game. You had Broncos-Penrith. That was a great game Even too. Even Newcastle Warriors. That was That tight. was a good game yeah. too. Yeah. It was a seesawing score. But the, the, the big issue at hand here though, boys, South 27 beat the Sharks 18. And uh, look, it wasn't the Sharky's best performance to start off the season, but this is where we start with you, Wado. Uh, you've been charged in the 66th minute, a high contact with a bloke by the name of David Mawali. What have you got to say for yourself? Well, I would love to plead my case here, but unfortunately, guys, I'm going to the judiciary tonight. So because right. it's in that process, I can't talk about it. Well, then Maroon and I will talk about you can it. Talk about it. <laughs> what I will say is I'm going in there and um, pleading not guilty to the original mm. charge, which is a reckless charge, but I'm going to plead guilty to a lesser charge. So... Um, we're going to go in there after chatting with our footy manager and the council. We thought it worth an argument to try and challenge the grading. So do you reckon it? Oh, you, you can't. You two yeah, talk about so it. So Maroon is yeah. probably maybe reckless because he lost his feet, but I reckon the first contact was ball and then it slipped up. Yeah. Well, it, it looked good. It looked good. Oh, he I, read the play perfect. Kevin Murray runs across field, drops it and, mate, lots mm. out for Dave. But you know what? Dave Moyle got up. He didn't go off the field. He didn't have HIA. There was no HIA. No yeah. independent doctor took him off. So I think that could be in Wade's favour. That's and going to be something that really does help him. It was, a, you know, it was the old fashioned, you know, I've heard people in the grandstand say they just heard the smack, the thud. The thud. Oh, yeah. mate, I remember watching it and I, I actually applauded the young fella and Dave Mawala getting up because mm. that was a bell ringer. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you can't say too much, Wade. Yeah, Wade can't uh, say anything. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> so um, maybe you can answer this though. This is, I wonder as a man who just loves footy, you know, when a player decides he's going to fight it or he's not going to fight it. And I've got this right, have I? You're looking at three to four weeks. Yep. Yeah, I put this both to you. You go to the judiciary, which is not something that's that's happened to you a lot in your career. No, I've only been once ever before. So it's actually the first time I've been put in the Symbian in my mm. career. So 15, wow. 16 that's years. That's amazing, isn't it? First time in the Symbian. Fair record, man. You go there Monday morning, there's probably you, Fitzy, a, play, a football manager. Yeah, so how it works, right? The charges come out the next day. They're, mm. The match review committee, the charges come out. And then there's an option for an early guilty plea. Or you take counsel when you need to fire in your, um, it's not a statement, it's like a signed piece of paper to say if you want to enter another plea or fight the charge. Yep. Oh, well, yesterday morning I was actually, I was sitting on the fence, right, because it's season just started, three weeks. If I fight and lose, possibly four. So do you just take your medicine and take the early guilty plea? But 
our footy manager had a chat after um, he took some counsel first thing in the morning. He had a chat to me and he made some really good arguments, not necessarily around pleading not guilty, just to challenge the grading. Um, so after talking to him, talking about obviously what happened, the incident, how it unfolded, um, yeah, we thought it was worth going in and, you know, arguing the, the charge. Mm. And, and your record's pretty clean, isn't it? Yeah. So remember last year they started clean slate? Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, my, I don't have any carryovers uh, yeah. or anything. So. I remember the one you got charged for. You missed an origin for it. Well, yeah, that, that was, was yeah, 20 That was Thurston, 15. wasn't it? Yeah, and that wasn't even really that bad, that one too. Yeah, well, it was a different game back then too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, uh, we wish you all the best and um, you sh- there's nothing you want to add to it. We'll, uh, you know, but so the point I'm trying to make, at some point somebody's got to say, yes, we're fighting it, yeah. no, we're not. Yeah, and it's... It, it's a conversation, obviously, between me. I have to go to the judiciary and in front of the panel, mm. the council, footy manager and coach. It's a decision that we all sort of make together. Yeah. We go through the pros and cons and then um, you do see players take the early guilty on a lot of occasions just because it is a process to get through, right? You need to put your bag of fruit on and get into the judiciary and face the panel. And it's quite – if you haven't been before, the first time I went, I was actually a bit confronted by it because two lawyers and it's it's a really serious setting. Um, and it's not, it hasn't to do much with rugby league terms no. and footy field mm. terms. It's, it's lawyers' terms, right? So yeah. they're arguing wordings in the rulings and um, technicalities. And it's something that really, if you haven't experienced before, it, it can be quite confronting. What I'm getting from this is you're asking quite a lot of questions, Maroon. Uh, do you want to go on and be one of the three in Wado's panel? No, I just, no, I just think, you know, that's that's part of it that the, the public don't know about. Like you hear, we're okay. fighting the charge or yes. we're not. But you raise another great point, Wado, all that legal jargon. God help you, Woodsy, if you've ever had a go. It'd be like they might as well be speaking Greek. It'll go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> I would take you in with me then. <laughs> I, could only, I could only help you, mate. I could only do my best. What would you charge an hour, you rate? Oh, mate, look, for you, probably, I'd like if I was going to charge a thousand an hour because you're a mate of mine. I'd give you a discount. I'd probably do it for nine ninety an hour. <laughs> uh, with that, I'd supply a coffee because he drinks those little pickup <laughs> coffees. Yeah. He has about four hundred a day. Mm, I know. Stop it. Yeah. Not as many as Dell, that's for sure. Now, uh, boys, yesterday, Parramatta halfback Mitch Moses fronted a press conference. I'll play you what he said, and then I'll get your thoughts. Here's what he said. Ah, uh, I don't know if it's being greedy. It's uh, people don't know about the numbers that are involved in the thing. People are just guessing. Journalists are guessing. Reporters are guessing what the numbers are. They've got no idea. So these things take time. And uh, I didn't put a deadline on it. I would have liked it to happen then, but I didn't put a... It wasn't like I was going to say, you know, it has to be done. I, was, I would have loved it to be done by then. But um, like I said, these things take time. And I've worried about my footy. And, um, you know, Parramatta have been out great there. And they've allowed me just to worry about my footy. So it's been good. Mitch Moses, yeah, look, you know him better than anyone. Yeah, I know him well, he's never come out and actually set a deadline on when he when he has to sign. He just said, "Let's hopefully he'd he'd, love, he'd like to get it done before the season starts." And you know, he had a performance on a weekend that he probably looked at and he wanted to be better at. And the first thing that gets questioned is, "Oh, he should be doing his contract." You know, it's, it's weighing on his head. You can tell the way he's playing, and this is going to happen until until he does sign the contract. But it's a huge decision for you know he's twenty seven, twenty eight. He's just had a little girl, you know, he's engaged to his wife. It's, it's a four or five year deal from each club. And this could be, his, you don't know, it could be his last contract if he does go overseas or whatnot. So he doesn't need to rush the decision. He's already contracted with Para for the rest of this year and, and next year maybe, I think it is. So, mate, he, he can take his time and do whatever he wants, but he's just got to know as a player that every week that this does continue to go on, people are going to question him, you know, if, if he has a good game, they probably won't speak about it. 
or they'll just say, is Parramatta side, they're showing signs or something, blah, blah, blah. But then if he has a bad game, they're going to straight away just say he needs to get his contract stuff sorted because it looks like it's affecting his performance. And and and, and that, once he gets that in his head, and he'll realise that, you know, I've just got to make a decision and he doesn't need to hurry up. He can just take his time and I think he'll back himself and he's already shown us that. Oh, I agree. I completely agree with you. He's, he's exactly right and you're exactly right. It's a massive decision. Like it's, it's probably going to be the biggest deal of his career. And his last really big deal, like, depends how long he wants to play or you never know what's going to quite happen. And I think as long as he's comfortable and the club who he's contracted with, Parramatta, is comfortable with the dialogue, you know, what's going on behind the scene, that's all that matters, really. I know we've heard conflicting reports, three years, four years, five years, different amounts from different clubs, but really that's all speculation and it's, it's really no, like, how many times all we, it is is a story. It's just a story. How many times have we been off contract and they've speculated money that we're getting, which we're nowhere yeah, near getting, nowhere and, then, near. and then people get off you because it's money that, you know, probably been added by an extra couple hundred thousand they that just, you, you wish you'd had in your pocket, but it's actually not. Someone will make a story, and then the other story is written, written about that story. That's the info that they're getting it from. It's not from Mitchell or it's not from Parramatta. Yeah. They're the only two parties that need to be comfortable. At the moment, Mitchell is contracted with Parramatta till the end of this year, say another 12 months. Yep. He has an option to explore other clubs for sure, which I'm sure Parramatta will now understand this. Now give him that option. That's the option as a player. But as long as the dialogue between Mitchell and his club is crystal clear, and I'm sure Parramatta are going to have last opportunity exactly, yeah, with 100%. Mitchell anyway. That's the club he's at. That's all that matters. But I think the thing that's frustrating the fans as well is that a journo come out and said he's going to sign, which we don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And the, the, I think the journo might have tooted his horn a little bit too early. Well, and they come should out. be fans should be frustrated at the journo. Yeah, exactly. Don't early. take it out on Mitch. Yeah. You know, mate, they got beat by one point. Just let it go. You know, against the quality. Exactly team. right. Against one of the best With teams. The upcoming Dalian Yes. All right, boys. We're going round and round in circles here. Let's just leave that one. Uh, Joseph Swali, or Swali'i, as we say it now, is staying at the Roosters for 2024. We all know how talented this kid is, and he's lived up to all that hype. Was he ever likely, or is he ever likely to go to to the rugby, Woodsy? Because I I wonder a talent like that, he knows what's ahead in the next few years in the rugby. Is he likely to leave NRL? Yeah, this is an interesting one, Maroon, because he signed for 23, 24, right? Mm. I, I was thinking maybe he wouldn't, you know, rugby union's out the window because it's, you know, World Cup. But then in 25, there's a, a British-Irish Lions tour that come out. And I think, speaking to a couple of people, they only come out, what is it, 10, every, 10 or every 12 years. 12 so, years. yeah, it's mm. it's a pretty big big thing in rugby union. I don't know too much about it because I don't, obviously don't follow that much. So, um, for me, you know, he's, he's had this two-year extension because obviously it goes to 24. So, it doesn't fully shut the door with his talk about rugby union, but it's really good to see him commit because I've seen South Sydney offered him a three-year deal, I think it was. And, you know, to show that he wants to stay at Roosters, obviously um, you've got some really good outside backs there in Tedesco, Joey Manu, the young fella from um, Dominic Young coming down from Newcastle. So it, it showed that he wants to be there, but it hasn't fully wiped away the, the rugby no, union noise. it hasn't, no. And th- this is a thing for you two blokes. Again, we know how talented he is. We know he can play rugby. But we've seen, just in your, your you two, your time of playing, we've seen an, a couple of players you've played with personally, Wado, who have gone to try their hand at NFL. Or we've had blokes that say, well, I'm going to play Fijian rugby. Or we've seen even somebody like Sam Burgess go over and play rugby for Bath. If I'm a great rugby league player, like you both are, and the careers you've had, I'm thinking, why don't I just stay here and be one of the greats of this club? Why am I trying to play another sport? You know, it all comes down to him as a person and what he feels inside and what he wants to achieve, right? Like, 
there's no doubt he's a he's a super athlete, right? So he he can make a success at both, you know, both competitions, both sport. Like my point of view, when I was young, all I played was rugby league. All I wanted to do was play rugby league. All I was surrounded by was rugby league. I watched State of Origin from the moment I was six years old with my dad. All I wanted to do was play State of Origin. Watch this great Australian test. All I wanted to do was play for Australia. Be that. That's what I wanted to do. I mm. wanted to have that NRL rugby league career. That's what I loved. That was my passion. You know, it's it's hard to say, like, at an individual level, if he had other goals as a kid and other driving motivations and what really mattered to him, where he saw his life in 30 years' time, was it having an NRL career? Yeah. Was it having a rugby career? You know, it's that driving motivation that's within him. And now he, ha- he has an opportunity you know, he's had a great club, the Sydney Roosters. He's re-signed. He's just at the start of his NRL career, and it's on the up, right? Yep. There's no doubt that, mm. you know, it's on the up, and it's going to keep going up for a long time. He's, he's a talented player, and he's had a great club. But it's what he, you know, how he sees himself in 10 years, what he wants to achieve. Does he want to be that, you know, one-club guy who plays, you know, 300 games and have an opportunity to win premierships and play representative footy um, for a long time? Or does he want to be, you know, the sunny Bill Williams who has a – a great rugby league career, you know, represents the All Blacks, wins the World Cup in rugby union, boxes, multi-sport. Mm, yeah. You don't really have that singular connection to one sport, but you sort of transcend that and you become just an athlete who's yeah. who's exceptional at a lot of things. But you got to remember as well, Wade, he came through the Kings system. So they yeah. played rugby union. I think he played yeah. schoolboys for rugby union. And if, if it's a factor is about money, which I don't think it is because no, it be money, he, he could have played for Australia in that World Cup. He played for Samoa. So like you said, it's whatever his goals and what he designs that he wants to do for, you know, his career path. Because if, he, if it was about money, he would have played for Australia and collected the cash already, which he hasn't. So he, he's had goals to play for Samoa. He could have a goal to play for the Wallabies. We don't yeah. know. But it's down to him as a young kid and we're not going to find out till at least 2025 now. Well, we know another couple of good sports that you can play, Woodsy, soon as your career's What's over. That? I reckon you'd be great at darts and snooker, mate. So. <laughs> Not snooker, no. Don't My fingers aren't. It's hard to. Right. How do you go at darts? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I yeah. actually love going to darts when they come out as well. Woodsy the wizard. Now, boys, well, you mentioned earlier the fact that we've seen so many wonderful games over the weekend. Hard to. I, I did. Awful in my tips, but I thought that first game, Parramatta and Melbourne, was obviously a great game. It went to Golden Point. I'm not a Golden Point fan. I think if an NRL game finishes even in an NRL, just in the normal rounds of NRL, then leave it to finish even. But I don't like these field goal wars where amazingly no one can kick a field goal from in front. So we go down the other end and you have a shot, then we got seven tackles. So I, I think that's had its day. And I really thought that was a breath of fresh air when uh, Harry Grant jumped out of dummy half and scored a golden point try. Yeah, well, you must be listening to the Saturday Scrum because that's what we spoke about. I wasn't listening uh, to it. Please. I've got more important we, we things to do. We spoke about this for 20 minutes on the Saturday Scrum. So our biggest point was you get bored of seeing the field goals they miss, players are offside, they can never adjudicate it properly. Whereas at least with a try, you, you know what you're going to get. And like you said, I, I actually do like the golden points because – I hate walking off the field when, you know, it's a draw. Uh, I think it's a bit of a somber feeling. It is an empty that. feeling. Yeah, like, I'd rather win effort, or lose. Yeah. I know that some people will probably hate saying that, but sometimes you'd rather just not get the two points because, you know, it's just frustrating. But then you always want to get that two points because you win. But the way they do it, you got to go for the try. I think it's a lot better because with the field goals, 
players are always not square at marker. You know, they get an advantage. And I just think it's so hard to adjudicate because people don't want to, especially referees, they don't want to be the bad guy for that one set. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, Maroon. I'd, I'd love to see Golden try. What about this? What about this for an idea? I've just made this up off the top of my head. Oh, so feel free to shoot it down. Yep. A little bit like the NFL, right? You play extra time the whole period. If it's anything but a try, if it's a penalty goal or a field goal, you continue on in the extra time, but a try finishes it. I love that. I love that but idea. But if you get a field goal, isn't it? you got to score for your next set. Is that right? Well, that's it's, how it is in the in NFL, NFL yeah. because it's so stop-start. But I feel like the only fair way in our game would be to play to continue play yeah, for, for the, the extra time period. Yeah, I, I rate that. Unless I, a try is scored. I feel like we see players try to score the try then. They still play their normal attacking shapes to try and score the try. And the field goal would be the last resort. Yep. Like you can play that on play five. And with the penalty goal, it allows the referees to blow a penalty exactly. without the pressure, knowing that it's not necessarily going to cost the team a game if yep. the other team, like they blow a penalty from in front for chasing the field goal early. Mm. The team will have an opportunity yeah. to come back into the game. Yeah. We just solved the goal. Who needs a ref- referee council? Wait, just get Wado in there. Wado, like off the top of his head. Unbelievable. I mean, I reckon just – That's why he's on our RPA board. The yeah, man I knows reckon, what he's talking about. Mate, I think when, when your playing days are, are over and we've done – look out because we're going to do Wado and Woodsy's World Tour of New <laughs> South Wales. But soon as that – Wado could be the next Andrew Abdo. We could get you an Abdo's gig or PVL or PVL. something. He'd love the horses too, wouldn't you, Wado? I'd actually, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> when I finish actually spending some time. Does the World Tour go to Randwick? Oh, it'll and go. Rose Hill? No, no, you'll be on it. Uh, like Derby places weekend. like Burrowa, Gundagai, <laughs> yeah, Gilgandra. Right. Country races. Good race. yeah. Country races are the best. Well, the boys were down at – we were down at Yass the other day and the races were on. Uh, and if you're listening from Yass, I have – in my 57 years on the planet, that's the most feral crowd of people. Wow. This puts Como – this makes Como Crocs look like a, wow. boy, a boy's choir. Ooh. Wow. Mm. How good's the Como Crocs pub there? On oh, the, the Como over, pub, oh, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. Just a double story overlooking the field yeah, and the water. Yeah, Como, beautiful It's area. a little hidden gem down there. It really is, Yeah, not, it? not many people know about it. It's one of the great places to uh, mm. hide when you want to have is a good time. Where, yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. Of course it's in the Shire. And, yes. and you could probably get there via a waterway from where you live. Walk across the Como Bridge. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, right no one even knew there was a Como Bridge. Yes, it's, I've been there a couple of mm. times. See this monster lurking, <laughs> wobbling all over playing, the playing darts in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, we will we'll remember you when you got nothing, mate. Yeah, it's so right. as long as you can still provide us with those Sangshui Bao sausages <laughs> and Turkish omelets. <laughs> now uh, back to the football, and I know that. Uh, well, what I'm going to do is we. You've now that you've solved the problem of the golden point. Why don't we take a break and come back and put the big fellow Woodsy. Put him up on the hoist and have a talk about the dragons on Footy Talk. Let's do it. Footy Talk with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. Uh, NRL round one has happened for everybody. Of course, the dragons had the bye. So and go- we didn't get into any trouble. They don't. They go into this one undefeated. Yes. And believe it or not, Wado, you might find this hard to believe. Sunday night at Netstrata Jubilee, Dragons Titans. You can still get tickets for this game. It's going to be a blockbuster. It's going to be an absolute blockbuster. So your Dragons, mate, like yep. you know the famous old club. But this year we've had, without even having an NRL game, we've had coaches under fire. Yep. We've had players wanting out. We've had that charity shield debacle. We've had the two players fighting the morning after the charity shield. All the noise, all the noise out of the Dragons is just rubbish at the moment. And, I mean, I would like to see that stop. Can it stop with a win this weekend? 
Yeah, as players, we've spoke about it, Maroon. It's been disappointing. You know, we've, we've let it, not just ourselves down, but our club and, you know, our community and fans. And that's probably been the biggest thing. So, you know, after that charity shield, uh, we were quite disappointed. I think I spoke about this about numerous times in, in here. And, you know, we let ourselves down the next morning with what happened. And um, it's just been quite frustrating because we've had to wait nearly three weeks to get our opportunity. And um, the boys are absolutely stinging to get out there. Um, you know, you watch all those games on the weekend and, you know, it was quite frustrating for us that we weren't able to show what we've got. And, you know, the one good thing, we did get two points from the weekend. Obviously, there was no for and against for us, but it's given us, a, you know, a, a couple extra days to get a couple of blokes that we thought might have been touch and go for mm-hmm. the game. We've got that extra week. So, you know, Such Jack, Bird, Jack yep. Bird should, should be back in the side. And it's given us a little bit longer for the combinations in our halves because we sort of had our, our heart set on a moan and then Bird got injured. So we've had to just chop and change a little bit. And it's just given us that opportunity to just to work harder at training to get that right. Sullivan's playing. Sorry, yes. Waiter. Yeah, so so the team list comes out today and all but injury, Sullivan should be there. You know, he's, he's, had, a, he's had a sort of a, a, a bumpy preseason up till Christmas. Uh, he had a couple of little hamstring niggles. So... Um, um, it was really good to see him get on the field, and I thought he was one of our best players in the Charity Shield. He did show us a lot of signs. He's got a try in, in the back end of the game, and it just looked like some things were happening when he got on the field. So um, this is the time for him to get his opportunity. And, and you know, as players, we back him. We think he's got you know he's got the talent to be an NRL player. Um, he's had a, a couple of little hiccups with his with his injuries in the past couple of seasons. Every time he's got himself fully fit he just his body's been letting him down so for, for bud we just want him to go out there and play his natural game and, and and we expect him to do that and you know we've got full clarity in him to go out there and do everything that he possibly can and, and it's exciting times you know it's, it's it's an opportunity for a young kid you know one young kid's got himself in a little bit of trouble another one's got an opportunity now so we're, we're pretty pumped mate wow you know what that's the greatest sell ever when you knock off rugby league, don't worry about radio. You'll be the top car. It's you'll not be the a top sell. salesman. It's not a sell. That's the greatest sell it's ever. It's not a sell. We are actually excited. Where do for I the boys sign? On Sunday. Where do I? You should it's start a Red V membership. Mate, have you Remember, ever thought? Red V's part of me. Have you ever thought of starting your own religion? No, I haven't. Or a cult no, of no, some sort? No, 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 I have not. Well, back to back to the footy. Back to the footy. I know you didn't play, but it certainly gave you an opportunity to have a look at your opponents, the Titans. I know how it goes early in the season. Just focus yep. on. Yourselves and what oh, you're going to do, watch the but it helps. It helps to have a look in. I thought they were pretty good. The Titans, Brimson looked sharp. I know Kieran went off with an injury, but young Campbell looked sharp. Yeah, definitely. So Kieran, we're not sure if he's going to play or not. Obviously, he didn't finish the last twenty minutes. But what I thought the Titans did really well, waiter. They withstand the storm. Yeah, mate. They got absolutely. They got it taken to them in that first 10, 15. I don't think they touched the ball for the first eight minutes. And just to see how calm their defensive line was, um, you know, Tigers were throwing a lot of shape at them. You know, I thought they threw the kitchen sink at them early on there and. They handle it with ease. They, yeah, I they defend they pretty good. Like I said, I'd like Big Tino in the middle, Dave Fafito yep. in the open uh, open field looked good. So it, there is that little bit of an advantage. You get to have a look at them. Exactly. Really so we, we sort of saw what they've come up with shape-wise, but you know what it's like, Wade. At the end yeah. of the day, you, you see the teams, you know, we spoke about in here, you've got to complete better than 80%. Look at the Roosters against Redcliffe on Sunday. They they didn't complete well. And at the end of the day, that's going to really hurt you because the conditions, the fatigue factor – uh, it wears you down early rounds, and you know you don't want to be putting yourself under the pump for no reason. Um, doesn't matter how when you're still trying to blow the cobwebs exactly. out. Exactly, <laughs> doesn't matter how good of a side you are. If you haven't got possession on the ball, you're going to let yourself down, and and that that weighs down on your defensive system. So yeah, like I said, Titans were really good yesterday. You know, they, was a hard place to win, and you know there's a lot of factors behind the West Tigers, but they did a really good job. Yeah. Now, boys, um, our man Michael Shamus is reporting that Sullivan. Or Reedy's reporting that Sullivan will play 5'8", and uh, Michael Shamus is reporting Bellin is out, Bird will be lock, and teenager Toby Couchman makes his debut. Now, I'm just checking young Toby Couchman. I think he might be the 
son of former Thoreau Mayor Ben Couchman. Yes, he, yeah, he's, he's been he's his Thoreau son. boy. He's yeah. a really good. T- he's, a, he's actually a twin. Right. So him and his brother Ryan, really good kids. Um, just worked so hard. They've been in the Illawarra Steelers system. Mm. And obviously now with his Dragons, he's he's actually been outstanding. He had a really good game against St. Helens. Uh, he got a little bit of a head knock and we looked after him with the charity shield. He's been good. Uh, he's got an opportunity. Uh, it's going to be, yeah, I think because DeBellin's still probably, he was touch and go for this week. But, you know, I think they might give him till the end of the week. I'm not too sure yet. So the, the side's not fully set in concrete yet. Mm. What have you made of Jack DeBellin's progress since the whole issue has been behind him? Yeah, it's been hard because... I think he's out of the game for nearly two and a half, three mm. years. You know, the game does change a lot. But for us as a group, we love him. You know, he brings so much. He's defensively one of the best in the competition. Um, he's had to chop and change between, you know, lock and front row, which isn't too much these days. But he's still got that real good ball playing to his to his game. Uh, like I said, defensively. And he, and he gets a real quick play the ball. So he's a main part. He's in our leadership group at training. And he's one of those guys that you just love having around your group. So he, he's a, a key part to the Dragons. Mm. Well, boys, uh, on footy talk, in my day-to-day life when there's not a lot to do, I, I have this list of things I hate, and every day I try to put something on the list. It might be as simple as you go to get, you know, you go to Macca's to get a toasted sandwich and they don't cut the bread all the way through. They cut the top layer, they don't cut the bottom layer. It might be as simple as that, depending on the day. Wait, wait, wait. Where are we Before going? Before we here? go here yeah. and unpack the rest of this, you mm. go to McDonald's and get a toasted sandwich. Well, they're great sponsors of ours, and I do have a gold card. Yeah, but card. can't you get a like, McMuffin Bacon or... McMuffin. Oh, no, I go for the toasted sandwich, but, you know, it might not be Macca's. It might be, you know, but sometimes you get it. They cut through the top and only halfway through the bottom. I mean, if you can't cut through two layers of bread, don't even cut. Where are we you going with this? You shouldn't have a knife in your hand. Where are we going with well, this? Well, here's where I'm going with it. Something that, that I hated over the weekend, don't get me wrong, I have loved seeing the Dolphins win. Yes. I've loved it. It's beautiful. They beat what the Roosters. What a story for Rugby League. But aren't we getting a bit carried away? Why? Aren't we getting a bit carried away with ourselves? I mean, every broadcaster in Sydney, every journalist in Sydney is carrying on like they just won the premiership. I mean, they won one game. So many yeah, teams it's come, exciting, mate. It's because exciting. Everyone, yeah, everyone's it's exci- to be the spoon and they've just knocked off the heavyweight favourites. Look, I'm not saying it's not great. I'm not saying it's not exciting. You're just some that, the, you're that Debbie Downer all no, the time. I'm you can't, just saying, you can't let anyone have success right. or have a good time, can okay. you? Well, let, look, let me put it to you this way. Let's have a look who they're playing this week in round two. They're going to play the Raiders. I mean, if they can if they can beat the Raiders, what are we going to have, a ticker tape parade? No, nah, but I mean, as we get first and, game, I where under- were you and South Sydney come back in the competition? I was there watching them. They got flogged. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the difference. They've won. They've had a great win against the top team. All right, in the well, competition. come and see me when these guys have marched the street and won a premiership. <laughs> all right, I'm not. No, I think it's great because I love Wayne Bennett. Right, but I mean they've only won one game. Wait, are they getting carried yeah, away? I think you've got to let them have their little bit of excitement. It's such a big thing for the game. You know, the first new team introduced in you know I don't know how long, and they'll ri- let's be honest, they'll written off. Were they? Was they'll, they'll, they'll outsiders. No one gave them. Any chance, you know, you said you seen it, you were there when South came back and yeah. you introduced it to comment and they got flogged. They did. Everyone was expecting the Dolphins to be flogged and they came out and not only played well, like they brained it. They brained it. There was and no actually, doubt the Roosters were down in a few key areas, but you're only as good as you allow your opposition to be. And the, and the, the Dolphins were outstanding. The effort, like the Bromwich brothers, Felice Kafusi, he was outstanding. The fullback, mate, he, sc- right. he scores well, that brilliant try. Jerry Marshall, Jerry King. Marshall King for the middle, like, mate, they won. It was a great game. Let, you know, them, let them have their time in have, the sun. Exactly right, mate. Well, so if they had lost, then you'd have been like, oh, yeah, we've got a new team in the competition. They're going to lose every game this year. 
No, hang on. You, mate, you, you don't have their yourself. time in the sun. Exactly. Okay, listen, you, you two You only ever get one heads. first game. That's that, it. So round they're, one. They're 100% for their win rate. Round one. Yep. Not round one. Yeah. First ever game. Yeah, yeah. First first like, ever okay, game. exactly right. Suncorp Stadium against a team that probably took them a little bit. But they're the heavyweight favourite. Everyone's okay, tipped the Roosters I, to win the comp. Not, it doesn't matter if they beat the Queensland State of Origin side, Woodsy. It's one game. It doesn't it's matter. It's one game. There's been such it's a build-up about it. It's the first game of yes, the year. But everyone's going, Wayne's struggled to get players, attract players to Redcliffe. He's done such a good job in getting them to play together as a team. And they've come out and beat the Roosters. I guarantee you, but all the noise and all this is us. It's yes. not the players. It's not the team. They got experience in their team. Like I said, the Bromwich Brothers, Felice. They're not. They're one game. They're moving on. Those boys. They come from that Melbourne Storm situation. As we see a replay of the Dolphins shaking hands. Maroon's shaking victory. his head now. Have a no, look at him. I think yeah, it, the, I, the, the, the players aren't making any noise. It's all the outside. You know, it's the story behind the introduction of the new team. That's the noise. And the other thing, what Wayne said after the game was, "I'm glad we got the win today because it just takes a little bit of pressure off because it's not when are we going to finally get that first win. So now they can just they've they've got the win. It's under their belt." They can just go back and prepare like normal now. Listen, mate. Listen to me, right? Stop groveling. Even if Wayne Bennett wants you up there, <laughs> your beautiful move, wife move, is hey, not going to move to the Brisbane. The only place, I'm, the only time I'm moving out of Sydney is for the world tour. Wait on, wait on, which is world tour of <laughs> yes, New South Wales. Hosted I'll, by I'll let you um, rent a room over in my chalet yeah, in <laughs> Montreal. Yeah, mate. I will come over and do that. But um, first of all, uh, I've got some audio here of um, Wade's Dallium predictions. And they are, have a listen to what you had to say on Footy Talk last week, Wado. Um, I'd like to back in Nico to go back yeah. to back. Mm-hmm. I'd throw in maybe a Munster or a Harry Grant down in Melbourne just because I feel like lit, losing all that experience, they're going to have to lean on those two guys down in Melbourne a lot. Mm-hmm. If Harry Grant gets going, knowing that he's going to be 80-minute hooker week in, week out, I think he's going to just build his game from that. Yeah. Yes, yes. I know we're only one game in. We're talking about... You know, going early, but mm. hey, you're only as good as your last game. And last I checked, I know it might be alphabetical order, mm. but Harry Grant is leading the Daly Ames. <laughs> you see, Woodsy, this is the difference between you and him. What do you mean? Right? He, he had, goes he out had and three bloody choices. He, he goes out and predicts. He had three choices. I think I've seen Nico, Harry Grant. Do I get three choices? Uh, hey, Nico, Nico, <laughs> Nico, I, Nico, I backed. He's my boy, right? Yeah, He's a team. I've got to back him to go back to back. But you heard my piece, mate. Harry Grant, <laughs> he gets going. Mate, he's just well, going to build his, his game. Top eight is then. Mate, this, you've got three. You've got three <laughs> choices. You've got St. George Illawarra, Triple M or Centrelink. Make your choice and move on.